So, Krish, we want you to tweet your profile. What would you say? Yeah, I'd probably say curious marketer, knowledge seeker. And uh, it's an honor too to have you on my show. <laughs> Don't be so formal, dear friends. So quickly, we'll move to uh, this campaign. You know that almost became a war cry. Heart move bump. You know one of the most meaningful campaigns of Unilever. It partnered the government for uh, you know creating and sustaining positive change that today every company is talking about. And there were a lot of unique things about it. Although it was not a marketing campaign, yet it had habit creation. Three brands were supporting it. So, if you could take us through the challenges behind the thinking and the innovations that you know you guys had to come up with, because yes, it was a lot of commitment from Unilever. Yes. In fact, that's the right statement to make. It was a lot of commitment from Unilever, and uh, I think that is what was the starting point. The organization was very clear that you know, if Unilever does something, it has to do with the full force of the organization and not uh, probably do it for the sake of doing it. But at the same time, there was a lot of clarity on what we could do and could do well versus what we would not do and would not do well. To be specific, I think what Unilever was very clear was the fact that we are we have expertise in behavior change and communicating how to do behavior change our strengths are in the area of creating communication that can be adapted to mass media we have the knowledge of media where we can disseminate in a very effective manner to masses that's a strength that we have and then there is entire unilever ecosystem you know whether you talk right from people who were manufacturing for unilever to even to, for instance, people who were partnering Unilever in terms of, say, a modern trade channel, for instance, or even say a store, for instance, you know, whoever was whoever was linked with Unilever in the way. So there was a massive ecosystem that we had, and what we needed was a great idea, which could then get populated across the entire ecosystem that we were talking about. Yeah. So uh, that was one. Second thing that what we felt that our biggest assets besides this is our brands people know our brands mm -hmm. and the brands that participated in this were brands with purpose with a very clearly defined purpose so we so those choices were made so that's where the choice of a life boy the choice of a domex the choice of purity because it was in an area uh, which was related to wash because if you just see the government agenda it was the area of wash so in the area of hand washing, in the area of sanitation, in the area of water purification. And as we went through this journey, we realized all of these things are intrinsically linked. Nation to, to for, a, for a true Swaj Bharat to happen, it's mm. important that people understood what drink or why the need to drink purified water was there. It doesn't matter who's providing the purified water. Yeah, but as long as consumers understood that purification of water is very important, availability of water is very, very important. Mm. Yeah. Uh, X number of times in a day. I won't repeat how many because then it becomes a branded message. But washing hands clearly uh, before certain occasions mm -hmm. and you know, keeping your having using a toilet to defecate and keeping the toilet clean. Now, if now if you just hear me, I've given you four or five different messages. Now, <laughs> what we had to convince consumers, mm -hmm. yeah, and and we also had to do it in a way where the largest the largest stakeholders the government of india and anybody who was participating in the swaj bharat mission felt that this was a meaningful uh, initiative by 
Hindustan leave it to do something like that. That was the starting point. And that probably got broken down into specific tasks that we had to execute. So the first task that we thought is that, look, let's find a platform where we can, uh, where we, where all the brands probably can come together and say, hey, yes, this is the language that this brand would speak. Mm. And, and that's when the entire idea of Swach Adat and Swach Bharat came. Like, so if somebody go back and ask me, ki, and how did the Hatmu Bam film happen? And, all, and as you know, good films are written when the creative brief is very, very clear. Yeah. I think the creative brief this was just forward. Swach Adat, Swach Bharat. That's not the only thing. There were a lot of debates, deliberations, discussions, a lot of consumer testing that we had done. Yeah. But all credit to the entire team. And here I say the advertising agencies, the planner, the creative person who worked on it. And of course, our internal team. We were able to create something which gave the message, in, gave the message memorably, gave the message in a way which was also enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And and even now, it's almost about more than five, six years since we've done that. We are still talking about it. Mm-hmm. Clearly, mean, it clearly means it has had some sort of an impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, often communication is very difficult to evaluate in terms of what it actually did, it actually change habits. But at least from what I remember from the data that we had looked at, once people saw this kind of advertising, mm-hmm. there was some movement towards accepting that, yes, we need to change certain behaviors for us to become healthy, for the children to become healthy. Mm-hmm. And what's also important, Ravi, is you know we we showed children as agents of change in the mm-hmm. ad. If you remember, yeah. children as agents of change because everything is happening with the kids. You know what, what the kids are talking about that the use of children, the use of children was for a very very clear reason because if the future does not change, there's no point doing anything like this. And we wanted and we felt that if you pro, if you use children as agents of change, the message will be much much more effective. So, which is why if you just see the way the way the entire lyrics of the song that was crafted and then there was some uh, gibberish lyrics that was there uh, you know it was all because kids were talking about that yeah so i think that is i think that is where the entire intent we had the campaign happened and then so that was one and second is also when i talked about earlier the commitment that came in by ensuring that this message reached out to a lot of people whether it was to tell whether it was to press, whether it was to digital. In mm. fact, if I'm, memory serves me right, it was probably the most viewed film, 20 million plus views what it had got. I mean, wow. yeah. Now, after that, a lot of other allied activities also started happening. A lot of allied activities started happening. What one felt is that, look, this is one way of reaching people. There could be other ways of reaching people which could be interesting. Mm. And that is when the Tachata Dood program came in, mm. where we were able to harness our own factory workers, yeah, HUL's own factory workers, uh, to go and spread the message of uh, uh, sanitation in their villages mm-hmm. using as a medium. You know, again, I'm talking about seven years back where prevalence of smartphones were there, but it was not so prevalent in the rural areas. Yeah. Today, you may find consumers using smartphones, but then the concept of a missed call mm-hmm. and getting to hear still there yeah and this is what, again where HL was able to leverage its technology leverage its technology uh, i wouldn't say technology the understanding of how to use mobile as a medium to communicate so something which was which i spoke about in my ted talk about yeah. a year later that's, yeah. uh, and that got a lot of traction yeah. i mean the examples of that and then i think we just we started work on making a such the curriculum oh. for kids and I believe some of that work, some of that work then got, has been taken forward to collaborations with different partners. Mm. And 
again, this has happened over a period of time. Yeah. The subsequent that forward. Then there was this entire work uh, which got integrated with the Suvidha centers, which was creating a, creating a facility where in urban India, uh, in the in slums areas where the need for sanitation is high, how could an organization like an HUL and then other partners able to uh, able to, for instance, collaborate, able to collaborate, provide a solution that was sustainable? It started with something very small, but then it became Slowly, slowly became very, very big, and I think that is the commit that happens when uh, organizations commit to something and then see it. Yeah, and I was very happy to be a part of the journey. And uh, do you think, um, Krishnendu, although this was for cleanliness of the country, something that uh, Mr. Modi himself was involved in, but do you think it impacted the brands also positively? Although uh, very overtly, the brand association wasn't talked about because it was. A habit creation at a grassroots level. Question is that you know, did it connect back to the brands? In some way, it did because you know, when you're talking about hand washing, yes, there is a life where that was there. But if you see the ad very, very carefully, the mention of the brand actually came in much, you know, much, much later, way towards the end. So it, there was no overt brand messaging. When we went and when we went and asked consumers that you know, after seeing this ad, what do you think about the what do you uh, think about the brands that participated? Consumers mentioned that, yes, they did see brands in a far more elevated level. Also, the other thing which you need to understand is that participating brands, Lifeboy, Domex, and Purit already had some parallel programs that were being uh, par parallel programs in, in their respective areas, mm -hmm. which was also one of the why we said that why the organization said that, you know, uh, these are the brands which are going to lead this behavior change communication. Mm -hmm. Like, has been running hand washing programs, hand washing education programs targeted towards children in villages for, for many years, for many years has been done. So this credibility that is there. My personal point of view is that it was able to elevate the awesome. quite a bit. And it was a much awarded campaign. So no wonder, you know, the effectiveness was seen at many levels, but um, walking the walk, you know, not just talking the talk. I mean, that's the litmus test of the brand. अरे क्या है ये हाथ मुंह बम बीमारी से बचने का तरीका कैसे हाथ खाने से पहले साबुन से धोएंगे मुंह पिएंगे प्योरिफाइड पानी पिएंगे बम साफ टॉयलेट में शौच करेंगे गुड हैबिट ये 
गंदी हैबिट नहीं गुड हैबिट है सॉरी इट्स ओके स्वच्छ आदत स्वच्छ भारत हिंदुस्तान यूनिलीवर की पहल नाउ प्रोजेक्ट शक्ति व्हाट वाज द थिंकिंग बिहाइंड इट क्रिशेंटो आई टेल यू वन कॉन्वर्सेशन आई हैड विथ द जेंटलमैन हु वाज लीडिंग प्रोजेक्ट शक्ति एंड माय फर्स्ट बॉस एन आउटस्टैंडिंग पर्सन मिस्टर शरद धन एंड ही जस्ट कॉल्ड मी टू अ कॉन्फ्रेंस रूम वन डे एंड सेड अच्छा यू सिट डाउन हियर यू डू सम थिंकिंग विद मी एंड टेल मी व्हाट यू वांट टू डू एंड you know we discussed a lot and i remember the in that conversation one most important thing came out which is something which i have always remembered hmm. yeah project shakti is an was an employment opportunity hmm. for in rural india hmm. very i mean there were very limited options you could do some cottage industry kind of a thing hmm. you could do an education of agriculture if you were educated perhaps you may get a bank job or a government job or become a school teacher there were very limited opportunities for yeah actually what actual at that point of time felt is that project shakti is nothing it's not, it's not a csr activity hmm. it is an it is a project which will help women get employment hmm. and that is a pitch that was made yeah what was the thinking if you were to go back now if now when you see what the thinking was the thinking was twofold one is uh, one was that how how could the organization further reach into deep rural india hmm. yeah distribution actual always yeah distribution correct actual always had very strong rural strong reach urban and rural but this was saying how do we get level deeper of the some of the thinking was inspired by a gramin bank of bangladesh i mean uh, uh, professor yunus if i am not mistaken uh, they had done some landmark work and he was also awarded with the nobel prize if i am not mistaken that's a done some landmark work in extending microfinance to the poorest of the people in deep rural in bangladesh and i think some of the inspiration came from there what we said is that here is the prospective customer which is say a woman in rural india and her family yeah yes she is looking for an employment opportunity or let me put it this way a business opportunity yeah, yeah so let, yeah <laughs> exactly exactly so we used to call uh, them shakti entrepreneurs shakti entrepreneur was the word a person wants to do business in rural india actual is giving a business opportunity for you to become a distributor of your products there is there is a microfinance institution which is either the state a state bank or a regional uh, rural bank or even the respective state governments which was giving a lot of uh, uh, support to self help groups you put all of these things together when you look at that intersection what one real that if one were able to give a business opportunity to a woman from a self help group who's interested in becoming an entrepreneur hmm. and this entire ecosystem would come together in terms of a business opportunity credit extension and an employment opportunity it's a win win for everyone and that is how the entire genesis of the idea started then chief minister mr chandra babu naidu was very supportive of that hmm. yeah and a lot of help came from the state government because they were also looking at where they could uh, give employment Opportunities to self-help groups. So, so the entire thinking started there. Yeah. So, when uh, women in rural India became distributors for actual products, yeah, it did it did three four things for them. One, it gave them a sustainable income, not seasonal by and large. They're not seasonal by and large. I mean, people keep saying, "Sabun tel to tum khareedoge roz na." So that is number one. Uh, second is that you know, it gave actual as an organization the opportunity to deepen distribution. Hmm. yeah and 
street markets, street markets uh, get its products to uh, uh, households in deep rural India who who may or may not have been had access to. Third, one of the issues that HL as an organization that time used to face was a lot of counterfeits. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And and perhaps I don't know how, how bad the problem is, but at that point of time, a lot of counterfeits. So you give consumers access to quality products. And, and finally, what I realized through what my experiences were, the family that mm. was doing business over there in the village got elevated mm. in the social system. Then it started getting rolled out in different parts of India. And then over a period of time, it's a significant scale. And if I'm not mistaken, it's probably about 80 to 100,000 villages in India. And if you see the total number of villages in India is 6 lakh. So you can just imagine the kind of reach it has already made. Yeah. The other interesting by the way, was, uh, was the fact that, you know, there was an opportunity for a one-to-one -one connect with the consumer. Uh, the regions in which this uh, model was operating were media dark regions. Internet was was what it was, right? We there, know. We are Y2K, so we know. <laughs> we are Y2K, so we know. Yeah. So, so there was no internet. Okay. Uh, people would say, sir, tower is not here. So, where the tower is not how do you create brand power? Is what <laughs> is something is something to be thought about. So, I think one of the things that, uh, that uh, you know, the organization at that point thought was that, could we, for instance, influenced by so the uh, influenced by some thinking about how direct selling organizations work? Could we train the Shakti entrepreneurs to become brand ambassadors? Like, for instance, it's one thing to go and sell it in an outlet, but when you go to a household, you know, then two things happen. One, you develop a connect with the household. Hmm. Second is that a local person is coming and saying that this is a brand of toothpaste you can use. This is a brand of detergent powder you can use. Hmm. Then the power of and one-to-one -one, uh, one impact becomes very stronger. Mm. And also, directly from home to home, uh, the Shakti entrepreneurs made more margin also. Because, you know, that entire margin was something that they could keep. So therefore, it was more profitable. So an entire team was made, and this is where, you know, the thinking came. And an entire team was made whose job was to them to sell. So it was very, very clear that, you know, onboarding has to happen. They have to be trained. They have to be told what products are there, what is landed price, when you go and sell it to consumer, this is a price, what will be the spiel for each of the products. So there was a huge team that was, that was supposed to be doing all of these things because we realized that, you know, you may even get a family to invest in the business. Yeah. You may want to become an entrepreneur, but if you do not train them, if you do not build capabilities, mm. you will not, you will be able to have a sustainable model, which is why dropouts would have happened in the program. Of course, these are things the organization did not know from day one. They learned, they discovered and they changed. Yeah. yeah, they learned the change. Yeah, so I was uh, I spent about two three years in the eastern part of India setting up Shakti in West Bengal and Odisha, yeah. uh, and uh, specifically Odisha, which uh, in Odisha where the uh, overall income levels are relatively lower, getting uh, good uh, getting families to invest or Shakti entrepreneurs to invest in the business was a challenge. So, but it took a lot of time. It took a lot of time. It took an understanding of the local economy. It took an understanding of you know, who are the right kind of people who would be interested in a business like this? You know, who are, uh, since one of the things we found out is that Profiling. you may get some, exactly. So we even made a profile of, you know, this is a bullseye person to be targeting because one of the things we realized that if this person is not confident to go into home to home selling, the person won't be able to do this. Yeah.
and how did we do, and, and then we and then we came up with a criteria of, uh, criteria of identifying that and this is something I remember one of my sales officers telling me he told me ki sir when you go to meeting of a self help group na wahan pe jo sabse zyada baat bolti hai na aap usko shakti hai because you're confident yes krishnendu and you know whatever the social impact of something like this you know a lot of women uh, acknowledge that the fact that she had money in her hands that she was earning after so many years she started getting respect in the family she started being consulted for purchase decisions you know and look at what it does i mean for her to have some disposable income you know the fact that she is uh, keeping some money out for nutrition of her kids she is becoming particular about edu- education of the kids you know just like you said that uh, kids are the change agents in the previous campaign i mean this is a huge thing you know and it's so amazing to know that you were you know like you were part of setting up the foundation of of something like this you know whenever we whenever we succeeded we were able to elevate the profile of uh, the lady in the house quite significantly for her to be genuinely empowered and yeah. contribute equally to a family was a very very big achievement besides the fact that you know there was growth there was distribution see those metrics will be always be there but i think what made the project special was it was business with purpose kishnendu it was an absolute ple- pleasure to have you and listen to your brilliant insights and very interesting perspective my pleasure and uh, i uh, i'm really uh, amazed by what you've been doing ravi i mean uh, it's a it's good to see a, a fellow classmate doing this and i think i'm sure it must be taking a lot of courage and a lot of uh, resilience for you to do what you're doing right now you know and uh, very happy to be a part of the platform and uh, i wish you the very best may your tribe grow may your channel grow and uh, propagate whatever little we know towards the larger world okay so please subscribe like and share jagged with with ravi it's a lot of fun Thank <laughs> you.